Wow. What an awesome word in song we just received. You know, in one sense, it says it all, especially as we continue to navigate our way through this coronavirus crisis that we're dealing with. The testimony of our faith as followers of Christ is simply this, through it all, through it all, it is well with our soul. And I want to continue that thought as we get into God's Word this morning. I'd like to ask you to turn with me to the book of Psalms, Psalms 46. Very familiar Psalm to most of us. Uh, but I want to draw our attention to the issue of faith versus fear. You know, fear is a very real thing. And the Bible addresses it quite clearly. In fact, someone has discovered that 365 times the Lord in his word, in some form or fashion, is basically commanding us, fear not. Now, that's a verse, and that's a passage for each and every day of the year, because fear is a reality. And it's a terrible thing to have to deal with. We all have dealt with fear. Sometimes it's been in the form of maybe anxiety for the moment or for several days, maybe even for a week. And then other times uh, we have just literally maybe been overwhelmed with fear. I had that experience not long ago. Actually, Kathy and I, several years ago, were coming out of Atlanta uh, in all of that traffic. And we decided that we wanted to stop and grab something to eat before we went any further. And as I was pulling off the exit, still traveling at the speed that everybody else was traveling, the car in front of me, out of the back of that car came such a, a huge pillar of smoke. And it just literally covered us. I could not see a thing. Could not see a thing in front of me. Could not see anything to the side of me. And in those split seconds, my mind was going back and forth. Do I hit my brakes? And then maybe the car behind me is going to run into me. Or do I, do I just let off the gas? Am I going to run into that car? What has happened in front of me? And the fearful thing or the frightening thing is that I did neither simply because the fear I felt felt in that moment froze me in space and time. Never forget it. Riveted into my heart what it is to really feel fear in those moments. Well, by the grace of God, they had pulled over to the left, and so I didn't run into them, and things began to clear up. But it reminded me of just how powerful fear can be, whether it's anxiety or whether being overwhelmed and frozen in space and time, just for a moment, not being able to react to what is right in front of you. So the Lord says, fear not, but also there's another command in Scripture, and that is to have faith in God. And we see this being testified to here in this psalm, Psalms 46. And so I want to ask you to join me. I'm going to read the first three verses. And there's two or three things I just want to share with you out of these incredible words that the psalmist shares with us. He begins in verse 1. The Scripture says this, God is our refuge and strength. A very present help in trouble. Underline that phrase, uh, very present. That means immediate. 
That means right now. That doesn't mean God says, I'll get to you soon. He doesn't tell us you draw a number and then when I pull your number, I call your number, I will get involved in your cause or in your case. No, it is immediate. It is right now. It reminds me of uh, the nugget of truth we were looking at Wednesday night as we closed our study uh, on the Lord's Prayer or the beginning of that study. We started Wednesday night. Hope you can join us this coming Wednesday night as we continue that study. But I was talking about this incredible nugget of truth that as a follower of Christ, as we are followers of Christ, uh, we have all of God all the time. Not part of God, part of the time, but we have all of God all of the time. And, th and that's what the psalmist is talking about here when he says, a very present help. Immediately, right now, all of God, all the time. And he says, therefore, and then listen to what he says. He says, therefore, we will not fear. He says, though the earth should change. Some translations have this, uh, though the earth shall fall in. Or another translation says, though the earth shake and crumble. In other words, giving us a picture of a, a massive earthquake as he goes on to say, and though the mountains slip into the heart of the sea. And so the psalmist is saying this, is look, I will not fear. My faith is in the one that I've chosen to be my refuge and be my strength, that one who is a very present help, all of God right now, all the time. He says, because of that faith, I could be standing in the midst of a massive earthquake and I will not fear. Then he goes on to say this, though its waters roar and foam. Now he's talking about the sea. And he's talking about a storm in the sea that uh, is so fierce that uh, it's making the waters rise. It's making the waves rise. It's kind of like when the disciples were in the boat and Jesus was asleep and this incredible storm come up in the Sea of Galilee and they were fearing for their lives until, of course, Jesus spoke to the wind and spoke to the sea and everything became calm. And for the first time, they began to really understand who he was, the son of the living God. But the psalmist here is describing that same scene. And it says, though the waters roar and foam, though the mountains quake in a swelling pride, here's his answer, I will not fear. Because I have put my faith in the one I've chosen to be my refuge, the one I've chosen to be my strength, the one that I know I'm counting on a very present help in times of trouble. All of him, all of the time, immediately, right now. And that faith is what gave him victory over his fear. Now, here's the reason why. There are three blessings that come when we exercise this kind of faith in the Lord. We're choosing him as our refuge. We're choosing him to be our strength in the midst of it. We're counting on the fact that he is very present help in whatever trouble we're in, whether it's the coronavirus that we're dealing with now or any other crisis that may come into our lives. There are three blessings that come when we, by faith, choose to put our trust in him. Notice with me, first of all, is the fact that we receive the blessing of discernment. 
the blessing of discernment. You see, it's critical when we're in the midst of a crisis that we be able to discern the truth. Satan is the author of confusion. And he uses crisis. He uses the challenges of life. He uses the, the test of life to try to create confusion in us. Because if he can create confusion, he can create doubt. And if doubt begins to rise up in our heart, one of the fruits of doubt is fear. And fear becomes that tool in Satan's hand to undermine our faith and our trust in the Lord. Here is the word that is given to us in, in Proverbs. Proverbs chapter 13 and, and in verse 16. Notice, notice that the scripture says this. It says, every prudent man acts with knowledge, but a fool displays his folly. What does it mean by knowledge? That means understanding. That means discerning what the truth really is. Take, for instance, the situation we're in now, the coronavirus crisis. Who do you believe? Uh, who, who do you listen to? Who, who do you trust in receiving the information? There's so much misinformation that is out there uh, that it is incredibly confusing. You can listen to this media venue and hear one thing and this media venue and hear another and this media venue and hear something else and this expert who really doesn't know what they're talking about saying this and then this expert is saying that. And, and when you put it all together and they're throwing out all of these stats in front of us, it can literally be overwhelming. No wonder there is fear. And so who do you trust? Who are you really willing to listen to? Satan is using this to create all kinds of confusion and he's targeting ultimately us who are followers of Christ because his end game is to get us to fear so that through fear, he can cause us then to not trust the Lord as we should. Now, the scripture says in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, uh, trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not into your own understanding, and all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make your path straight. But that begins with the knowledge of truth. And for those who choose God as their place of refuge, those who choose him as their strength, and that very present help in time of trouble, one of the blessings of that is that the Lord God will give you discernment in the midst of all of the confusion. And so there's the blessing of discernment. Then second, notice with me, there is also the blessing of direction. Let Listen to what the scripture says here in Proverbs chapter 14 and, and in verse 15. A word that is given to us uh, uh, for us to find direction from. It says the naive believes everything. And there's a lot of people, they're, they're going from one venue to another venue to another venue throughout this whole crisis, and they're believing what everybody's saying. No wonder they're confused. But here's what he says. He says, naive believes everything, but the sensible, the spiritual man, considers his steps. Well, what does that mean? He considers his steps. What that means is he is looking to the one that he has chosen to be his refuge, to be his strength, to be his very present help in time of trouble, 
to guide him step by step by step through this crisis. Not allowing fear to guide him. Not allowing feelings to guide him. But by faith, trusting the one that he has chosen or she has chosen to be a, a place of refuge and strength and help in the midst of the crises. Now, here's a reality that we need to focus on today as well. This crisis is going to pass. I don't know when. It's going to take some time, but there'll be a day where this is behind us. But here's the other reality behind that. There's going to be another crisis in our lives. There's going to be other challenges in our lives. There's going to be other tests that we have to faith and face. And, and so we still need that discernment. We still need that direction that only the Lord our God can give us. But it's only going to come by faith when we choose him as our place of refuge, our strength, our very present help in time of trouble. Let me remind you of what uh, Peter shares with us uh, in 1 Peter chapter 4 and in verse 12. Peter says, Beloved, talking to us who are followers of Christ, do not be surprised at the fiery ordeal among you which comes upon you for your testing as though some strange things were happening to you. In other words, Peter says, this is to be expected. Now, the context of what he's talking about involves our, the testing of our faith. And that may be a direct attack from our enemies. It may be a direct attack from the world. It may be Satan in the kingdom of darkness. It may come from friends. It may come from family even. He is saying that we are to expect there are going to be challenges. And with those challenges, there's going to be crises. And then there's just the crisis of living in a broken world, broken by sin. And so as we move through this crisis and we face other crises, we still need the same direction in life. We still need the same discernment that only the Lord can give us. We need the, the same direction, him guiding us step by step. And here's what the scripture tells us. Just one simple word given to us by Paul in his letter to the Christians in Colossia. I think it's very important as we look at this, Colossians chapter 3 and in verse 2. And, and here's what he tells us to do. Here's our word of instruction. He says, set your mind on the things above not on the things that are on the earth. And so the psalmist says, look, I really don't care what's happening around me. It can be falling apart around me. I stand on a rock. That rock is my place of refuge. That rock is my strength. That rock is my very present help in time of trouble. I have all of the Lord all of the time. And he gives me discernment and he gives me direction. So I, am, I have set my heart and my soul on him, which means that I have set my heart and soul on his principles of life, his precepts of life, words of instruction. And I'm embracing all the promises he has for me. And as I keep my eyes on things above, truth, things of the Lord, I keep my heart on him, then my faith overcomes all the fear that I could face in life. Now, there's one more blessing. 
Not only the blessing of discernment and the blessing of direction, but then there's the blessing of divine presence. As we go back uh, to our text here in Psalms 46, let me read verses 4 and 5 to you. The psalmist goes on to write, There is a river <coughs> whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy dwelling places of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She will not be moved. God will help her when morning dawns. There are so many nuggets of truth in those two verses. But for the purpose of the day, I just want to draw you to one critically important for each of us every day of our life. You see, the word river, when he talks about here there is a river, he's talking about a river that Jesus himself talks about in the Gospel of John. I want to read that for you. John chapter 7, if you want to follow along, love for you to turn there with me. But in John chapter 7, and verse 37 through 39a, the very first part of verse 39. And here's what the scripture says. Now on the last day, the great day of the feast, Jesus stood and he cried out saying, If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture says, from his innermost being will flow rivers of living water. But this he spoke of the Spirit, meaning the Holy Spirit of God, whom those who believe in him were to receive. You see, a part of our incredible salvation in the Lord and receiving him as our personal Lord and Savior is that we receive not only the gift of eternal life and we receive the gift of forgiveness, but we receive the gift of the Spirit of God. And this gift is a life-changing gift. It's not a gift that we spiritually put in our pocket to carry around or in our purse to carry around simply to remind us of how good God has been to us and is good for us every day. No. This is a gift that he wants us to embrace every single day of our life. The reality of it, but also the fruit of it. That's why we're told in Ephesians 5, 18 that we are to be filled with the Spirit of God. So let me just say this. There is no way I could ever, ever overstate the importance and to challenge you to every single morning of your life, every single morning, take time. There's nothing going to be more important than this. But to take time and surrender the throne of your heart that represents the totality of your being, but surrender the throne of your heart to the Holy Spirit of God that is in you, that he may fill you with the fullness of his presence and the fullness of his power. That way you get to enjoy the refuge of the Lord in your life. You get to enjoy his strength and power in your life. It is here that we experience all of God all of the time.
He is the source of the discernment we need. He is the source of the direction that we need. It is his divine presence with us. So if you want to be able to testify as to the beautiful song that Lynn Carr shared with us earlier and be able to say through it all, through it all, no matter what happens around me, no matter if I'm in the midst of an earthquake or I'm in the midst of an incredible storm on the sea, I will not fear because I have put my faith in the one I've chosen to be my refuge, chosen to be my strength, chosen to be my very present help in time of trouble. I want you to be able to experience all of God all the time, every day. We follow him by faith. Will you join me in prayer? Father, what an awesome word from the psalmist here. A time where we need a word like this to remind us that the world has no answer, that in the world there is nothing but confusion. In the world there are people out there who are laying out all kinds of misinformation, not just in the coronavirus uh, crisis we have, those with political agendas and those with financial agendas and things of that nature. But Lord, even beyond, before this crisis and beyond this crisis, there'll always be those in the world who will seek to misinform, seek to deceive, seek to follow the inspiration of their father, Satan, who is the father of all lies. But in you, we have discernment. We see the truth, and it clears up the confusion. In you, we have direction. You will choose to guide us step by step when we choose you to be our place of refuge and our strength. So I thank you, Lord God, for this word. I thank you again for my church family out there that I miss so much. Look forward to that incredible day where I can just, in their presence, encourage them and love on them and worship you with them. And also our new friends out there who have become part of our worship together online. Lord, may your hand of blessing be with them, your favor be upon them, and you be glorified in their lives. And I ask for this in Jesus' name, amen.